Welcome back to Smosh Mouth. Yeah. Sure. I'm Shane Top. And I'm Amanda Lee Hancanto, and we're here with Noah Grossman. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that a Smash Mouth? I think we're going to try out about. Smosh Mouth. We're allowed to do whatever we want. Yeah, there's so no parents. No one's telling us what to do. I mean, they're, they they could tell us what to do, but they're like. They could shut it down. At Ian and Anthony time. are like, you know what, man? Just say whatever. <laughs> they never said that. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled us into a meeting room. They were both smoking cigars, and they went, you know what? You kids. You kids do whatever you want. Say whatever. <laughs> so Smosh Mouth, love it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. You like it? I love it. I, I wanted to tell you when we started, but I think you need a mint because you got a little Smosh Mouth right now. Do I? Oh. Yeah, I think you've been talking for all day. I'm totally lying. Oh, I'm totally boy. This totally <laughs> hard. Uh, no, it's so cool to have you here. I don't know if a lot of people know this. I think people know this, that I've known you longer than anyone else here at Smosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that until you told me the other day. That's crazy. I've known 12 no years old? He was 12 <laughs> when I met him. Yeah. I was 18, Yeah, 18? I think, I think, yeah. I, I think was you had just turned 18, something like that. I was I, a teenager, yeah. yeah. What was Noah like? What, from Shane's eyes, and what so, was Shane oh, like God. from your so eyes? So I still vividly remember, so this was in an improv class mm -hmm. that I'd been going to for a couple <laughs> years, or about a year or so at that point. And uh, it was a it was a teen class, so I was one of the older people in the class, and Noah had just gotten like bumped up from the kids class to that one, right? Am I, am I correct? I, I actually just joined that one. I I wasn't in the kids class. You were just you just joined that yeah, theater. Yeah, I just randomly okay. joined. Yeah, but there was like kids. Yeah, they did do kids theater. So like original written plays, which is actually one of the coolest things to it see. It was really what? fun. Yeah. But we were so I remember your first time in this class. You're 12 years old. You are at this point very short. Mm -hmm. You were like the tiniest kid in the class. What? That's what's so funny is it was kind of like it wasn't a joke, but I just remember being like you're you were so small for. for I think 12. I might have been four seven. Yeah, very very short. That's shorter than Shakira. <laughs> is that how you measure things? That's shorter than Danny DeVito. Yeah. I think. I think I think Shakira's four eleven. Wow. Do you just keep that in your pocket? Yep. That's how you measure, like when you're like, oh, how long do I need this curtain rod? This yeah. is I need several two Shakiras. Shakiras, long. Shakiras. Wow. Yep. Where are they? They lost at sea. There's several Shakiras out. <laughs> yeah. There, there are millions of Shakiras yeah. out at out at Ocean. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember the first scene you did. In my memory, your voice was the exact same. That's at incredible. 12. In my memory, Aww. it's probably not true. Mm -mm. That's just probably how I remember it. You did a sketch where you were asking a girl to prom or you were showing up to pick up a girl from prom and there was one line that you said that friggin' killed me where you were like, you were like, yeah, if, if you get hungry, um, I have these almonds that I brought. I'm allergic, but I'll work through it. And I remember being what? like, that is so funny. <laughs> uh, you were really, That's so you. you were so a killer. Stupid. Like you would say, You're so sweet. you said insane shit for a 12 year old. He still remembers that. That's so funny, thank yeah. you. I just so remember funny. anytime we did like a show, like I'm so bad at improv shows, cause I just, you I get great. so anxious, I just can't handle it. I think in your head it's it's bad, but you would you would deliver incredible lines. Oh, and it's, it was you. funny, at that time it was really funny cause you're 12 years old. You look younger, Aww. and you're saying wild, crazy stuff. What was, what was Shane that. like? Did Shane, you know this, so uh, in the improv class, I ended up bringing like three, four of my other friends involved in it over the years. Uh, but Shane was like the coolest fucking guy on the planet. Like I've told him this a million times. <laughs> 
He was literally like the coolest fucking guy. Like I'm 12. This fucking dude who like wears cool leather jackets. He's got like blonde leather hair. jackets to an end. I have class. one. I, I, we can get into my, <laughs> yeah. we can get into the jackets in a second. Did you ride a motorcycle or but, was that just for? Well, I'll, I'll explain. Well I'll explain have. the I'll explain the jackets okay. in a second. But Keep no, going. Yeah, he was just cool. That's just it. He was cool. He looked like he was like off the OC, but not in like a bad way. Not in a way that it was like. You do look like the guy from the OC. But it's not like the hair down. It's like the hair up. You get oh. what I mean? So it's cooler. It's actually cooler. Okay. He doesn't, you know what I, so You're I was 12 me, I guess. and I was easily like, this is the coolest guy I know. He's hilarious. I just like Meanwhile, watching I was him not perform. Cool. You're just like, Dude, your mom's you, like, I was cool. I think I was jacket. cool in that improv class because I just, that was a place where I would go to just have fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because during the week, I'm trying to be an actor, not doing so hot most of the time. Mm. And then I'd go to this improv class with a bunch of, of teens, a lot of whom weren't actors. Mm -hmm. They were just there to just have fun. And I would just go there and have a blast. And so in that place, I was in my element, which is maybe that explains it. But uh, the jackets. Explain the jacket, though. <laughs> so look, not to get too real, I, I was very insecure about my body for a long time. So I would wear jackets year round, mm -hmm. even in the heat. Whoa. I remember. I remember I had a different jacket like all the time. Originally, I had this. It was, God, it was so 2008. Uh, it was this. It looked like a blazer, but it was made out of a very stretchy material. So it was very tight. And I would wear this like blazer thing with the sleeves rolled up. Uh, you like must a black... have been so hot all this the time. This wasn't so that wasn't <laughs> so bad. But then I moved on to a like Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson type of like uh, black, like almost military type like cotton coat <laughs> that I would wear and had a bunch of pockets on it, and I would wear that oh. year round. Oh, no. And then I moved on to a green leather jacket that had a fake like it had a hood at attached to the oh. inside of it. And that one I wore for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I still own that one. Mm -hmm. I'll wear it. Maybe I'll wear it in one of the next. Please wear That'd it. That'd be great. I'll wear it in a couple weeks. That was like your safety blanket. Uh, yeah, I can wear it on one of these episodes. But uh, so I would wear that. <laughs> it's just I, the tightest I would thing. Wear it. <laughs> I would wear it year round. And even in the heat, even whatever, because I was just so like, oh, I don't want to, like, I want to I remember hide. learning oh. that jacket was fake because I got one similar to it like two years <laughs> later. Like two years later, a jacket a like that one. one on, I, that red one was later when I joined Smosh, but before that it was a similar, it was like a Levi's, like brown leather, but inside it had like this gray part. So it looked yeah. like you were wearing two things. Yeah, that's when I learned. That Did was you very... do it because of Shane? You know, I think, I think to be fully honest, in every male actor's life, they need some sort of leather jacket to fit a role. Same with a female. Like, they want the photos of the girl with a leather jacket and a black tank top looking like she has a gun or she just right, got like a Right, like you're in Castle or something, Yeah, right? it's like, all right, we need, like, a law and order pick. I'm uh -huh. like, what? What? <laughs> that makes sense. So, yeah. I also think it was very 2000, this is, like, 2010 to 2013, the, like, fake inner lining things were very common. Yeah. Uh, or the sweatshirt jacket mix. Yeah, the, the fashion was just nuts. You also had a period of time, probably a little bit before that, where you had the fake uh, T-shirt, short sleeve shirt over long sleeve shirt. Oh, oh that's coming back, I bro. loved that look. I can't that's believe that's back. coming back. That's I back. don't think I'm a I fan of it. I loved that look. I did it a lot. <laughs> I did it a lot. I gotta admit, that was but my I don't favorite. want it to come back. Dude, it's the Frankie Muniz. That's what that is. That's the Malcolm in the middle it's, right there. It's just everyone back then. <laughs> God. That was the thing. Um, so 
I wanted to talk about um, because I, uh, Noah, I feel like at Smosh, you over the years have been stereotyped. Uh, I think unfairly uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. You, we've I don't know somewhere along the way <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little, a little. Uh, uh, somewhere along the way, we put you into this box of like you're the stoner conspiracy guy. And mm-hmm. that's like the only joke that's often said. Yeah, you played Shaggy in Scooby-Doo. Yeah, like, yeah, you like really we're always... nailed that coffin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're always going to do that. And I, what's funny is I don't think it's that accurate. Mm-mm. Like I, I think, no. I don't think that's the role that I see you it playing behind the scenes fault. here. To be, to be fully honest, it is my fault, okay? Because I am a bit of a stoner. And I do like conspiracy theories, okay? <laughs> so and, he is exactly that. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, I think the root of it is uh, I used to spend a lot of the time just talking with the head writer and just hanging out with everyone. And, like, the only things that I would talk about is, like, the random shit that I would read online the night before. And, like, it's, like, 2015, 2016. Mm. And, like, nobody in mainstream, I'm saying, like, nobody in mainstream, but, like, the whole QAnon shit going on, I was here being, like, guys, I need to tell you about this weird ass shit that's happening and no one understands it. So I'm like trying to explain it to them and I think that's the root of it. And then once that stuff became mainstream, I think then they connected it all and we're like, oh, so like, and it's like, no, 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 I'm here telling you like, this is what crazy people are doing. Right. It's once they hook from on, entertainment once to, Once they hook you know, on to something, I mean, they still think I'm like a mom with five children that don't know how to play a board game, so. Wow. That's my biggest thing. It's when like, did you have the fifth? Good luck. Sorry. <laughs> good luck, Amanda, figuring out how to play this board game and mom, mom. And I'm like, <laughs> I probably did that to myself. It's kind of- <laughs> yeah. It's it's also similar to people thinking that I'm the loudest person. Mm-hmm. When in most social settings, I'm not very loud. No, no. I'm actually very quiet. I am very shy. Well, it's our characters that it's, we're it's, like, but you know. Is, and it is part of us. Like, we're not denying yeah. that these are aspects of us, but they're not the whole thing. No. So we want to highlight this. <laughs> this, this uh, let's talk about the small sliver. We want to highlight the stoner the, conspiracy yeah, theory yeah, yeah. in you. So I did, I did actually, something I've wanted to do since we started uh, this podcast again is, is talking about the dumbest conspiracy theories yeah. we've ever seen. So we can get into that in a little bit. But, uh, but I first wanted to say, like, Noah, I feel like who I see you as here, I think you're like one of the nicest people Oh, and I think so your sweet. your overarching <laughs> trait that I see is you're someone who will become friends with anyone. Yeah. And a oh, really yeah. funny thing that I've noticed over the years, and it's it's specific to also to you and Keith, is whenever we have to go work somewhere, like we work at a convention or something, and we're working over a weekend, I'll meet up with you guys, and you guys always have a new friend. Yeah. You guys yeah, will yeah, always yeah. be like hanging out. You'll you'll be hanging out with like some six foot nine Norwegian man. And you'll be like you'll be like, oh yeah, this is Disco. And he'll be like, what's up, man? And I'm like, hey, how's it going? He came here like, on a we, ship. We met Disco five hours ago, and he's our best friend. Now. You don't even <laughs> okay. No, it's great. But yeah, it's VidCon great. this year was super fun. Uh, we met this super cool guy, uh, Jordan. Last name starts with a P, but he's a musician. I don't remember his last name, but he was a cool guy that we met. But yeah, Keith and I just like to like meet random people sometimes in passing. I just I just feel like any person you meet, you're down to be their friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely maybe like to be cordial. Maybe not their friend, but like you're very curious about like what's going on with them. You want to know like how mm-hmm. they tick. Or I don't whatever. mind sharing space with people, if yeah, that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I, yeah. I, if I want to talk to someone, yeah, I'd love to like get to know you more. I, but honestly, I don't. I feel very you similar know. to that. I, I, my mom called me a New Yorker the other day. She was like, God, you've gotten become such a New Yorker. Because when I go out in public, sometimes I don't want to actually talk 
oh, to yeah. people. Yeah. I think because I've got I like I don't have enough introverted time that sometimes I'm like I just want to get this coffee and go. But like I used to be way more like, hey, how are talking to strangers? And my mom was like, you're such a New Yorker. So maybe I need to like embrace the. I don't know. I feel I like know. Noah, you would never turn down a conversation if you were walking down the street and someone was just like, "Hey, can I talk to you real quick?" You'd be like, "Yeah, man, sure." See? To my detriment, Not almost me. every time. Now I have Not to stop. Me. I've been hustled for cigarettes that way. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? I've been hustled for cigarettes in Hollywood. This was when Rogue One was coming out, so I was standing watching them build the Millennium Falcon in Hollywood, just enjoying my time. I dropped off two of my friends, you know, uh, one of uh, our friends, Kefra. I dropped yeah. him off and another friend. They were going to a gay club, and I was like, gonna enjoy them just to like have fun, but we had fake IDs from the same state and the same address, so it wasn't gonna work out. So only one of us, and I was like, oh, obviously, let the two gay guys go to the gay club. Like, sure. I'll just walk around Hollywood. And so while they're having fun, I'm just walking around. Oh, look, the Millennium Falcon. So I'm like leaning over like, oh, this is so cool watching them build it. And all of a sudden someone's just like, hey, yeah, you. Hey, you. My dumb ass turns around. No, Who turns not. around, right? But I would just walk away. I had to learn that. Like that's literally, Keith has told me multiple times, like I, he leaves me <laughs> I love places Keith. because I, I turn Keith. around. Like he has had tried to instill it in me. I can and this totally is why. picture Keith being upset about it. Oh, being he'll like, just walk, he'll just go. walk. Cause Anywhere. Keith yeah. is very good at being like, I'm not doing this. He's like, this. no. Mm -hmm. No. So but, how did he hustle you for cigarettes? So, yeah, well, cause I turned around and there's like a six, eight, like, homeless guy, you know, Six, like, eight. he is huge. Like, and maybe he's standing on the curb and I'm off the curb. All I know is like, I'm looking up and like the street lights blacked out. Like, it's like, <laughs> I am like, I can't even make out his face. And I'm like, behind me is the railing and, and the Millennium Falcon. And he's like, you look like the guy who's gonna buy me cigarettes. <laughs> Straight okay. up. He didn't really hustle, he just straight up came out with the question. Okay, well, what am I gonna say? I'm not that guy. No. What? No, and I'm you, gonna you say, you know what? You went, How'd you know? I literally said, yes, I am. <laughs> and I walked in, because the liquor store's right there, too. I didn't realize, he's like outside the liquor store. Like, it's a five feet transaction. Yes, like, I am. Like, it is right there. I told him, yes, I am. And I walked my ass in there, I bought him the cigarettes, and he did try to get like a soda or some extra shit. And I looked at him and I said, I'm buying the cigarettes. And I like, that was it. And then I just continued walking down Hollywood. Cause that's what it is, like, I lost. I lost <laughs> did the he game. Say, did he say thank you? If he did, it was silent. It was quiet. He like mumbled it. You know, he didn't want anyone to know that he was thankful. So that now, so now funny. I know that all I have to do is go up to you and ask for things, and you go, "Yes, I would." I think you would. Honestly, I think you actually honestly. would do just about anything. Why you do would you ask. think that? Why do you think that you would just like immediately go for it? Because you're like, "Yes, this is what human beings do." No, I, that one is just the easiest way out of a situation. That's Damien smart. explained True. something similar that happened to me because he was laughing about something. Uh, mentioning like, oh, that sometimes um, because of like some of his diagnoses that he can't always tell when like as a kid he was being bullied or like can't tell in certain social situations. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, like just relating a little bit, just being like, oh yeah, you know, I don't necessarily know if I've ever been bullied, but I've definitely been in situations where like, obviously a transaction took place. And he was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and I like, I was well, like, this well, time like, I was robbed. <laughs> well, essentially, but like, so there was in, when I was in sixth grade, again, very, very tiny, there was a kid who was in eighth grade and he might've even been held back. And like, I'm gonna be honest, this is really how I viewed this kid. I was like, oh, his name's like Luna. He's a little off. Like he wears glasses that are like a little wonky. Like he wears like the same pair of like cargo capris every day. And he likes to be really loud and try to like bully kids and like push them and try to make like really crude jokes. And it's like, okay, you're an eighth grader. 
why are you in the PE period with the other sixth graders? You're like mm-hmm. a lot older than everyone. You got a lot of facial hair and like you smell like a like a man. He was like, 45 years old. It it looked like <laughs> essentially. But he would come down the rows and he would just be like talking to people and stuff. And then at a certain point, I think one day I had like a Pop-Tart with me and he was like, can I have some Pop-Tart? Like I'm hungry. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And then after that, he started asking me for a dollar. And like back in middle school, oh. I used to sell pieces of my lunches because I didn't always eat it all. So like I'd sell my sandwich or then I'd sell the grapes. Wow. Your body the... needed that food. <laughs> I, listen, it, we'll talk about that later. But... I had just like ones like like on any day of the week I probably had anywhere from like twelve to like twenty four dollars in ones in my wallet Damn. from just selling my lunches. Holy shit! You're a hustler. Well, I would give them a dollar like every day, every other day, and I really like and I know this is why Damon was like I think you were being bullied and I'm like maybe but the way that I process me being bullied is like like I really was giving this person two levels of charity and I know this is so fucked up because I don't know their life but one. I was letting them get away with just like being like a mean, stinky bully so that like they didn't have to look like a bitch in front of everyone. (laughs) And also like I was letting them eat. And I know that's so like messed up, but that's really how I viewed it. And like when Damien broke it down to me that he was like, I think you were like bullied. And I was like, oh, I think like from their perspective, I think they thought that they were like fully bullying me. But you were bullying them. But from my perspective, (laughs) I was like giving them the grace of like the stage they needed to feel better today. Like I know that's so fucked, but maybe that's how I like process being bullied. I, I don't kind know. of love that. They yeah. they meet you later on in life and they're like, you were patronizing me the entire time, weren't <laughs> yeah. you? Holy yeah. crap, yeah. I thought I was bullying you. You were bullying me in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, in a really weird way. I still lost the money every day, so like <laughs> yeah. it was a transaction. Every I, day? I That's a lot of money. Every other day, something like that. Yeah, probably like $3 a week. Three to five dollars wow. a week. That's a yeah. lot of money when you're in middle school. Yeah, yeah. I, that would give them two pop tarts a day if you think about it. That's how I thought about it. I can relate. <laughs> so cheap. <laughs> I I can relate because in seventh grade, I never really. I don't think I was ever bullied. In my and once again, in my mind, I think if I was, I didn't recognize it. Right. Because uh, I think I'm someone that if someone like roasted me or said a joke about me, I wouldn't think of like I'm being just bullied. Laugh along. I just gotta be like, hi, be yeah. Funny. Um, Because there was one time that I look back on and I go, oh, I was absolutely being bullied. And they were upset that I didn't take it as bullying. (laughs) It was everyone was lined up to go into PE, the seventh and the eighth graders. And there was this like group of like the eighth grade bros who were, they weren't like bullies. We didn't, uh, as far as I know, we didn't have an extreme bullying issue at the school, but these were the dudes who would probably do it the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the ones wearing all the like dirt biking gear all day. They're wearing I, all that fox. It's that, Those are the guys I dated. Yeah, I they're wearing the fox, bikers. they're wearing the fox hats. Love. Yep, that <laughs> long jean shorts yep. with big black sneakers. Yep. Fuck yeah. Um that was that was the cool crowd in Arizona. And uh but there was one time where I forget, like, uh, I was saying something or something happened where they started doing this, like, kind of, like, rap rhyme thing, making fun of me. <laughs> and it was, like, something like drives an Impala, sucks on, like, whatever. You know what? I, you know where it's getting at, kind of. Sucks on a dick. Yeah, it wasn't that, but Man. it was something. But, like, they're going sucks to. their mama titty. They're, they're doing this, like, rap rhyme at me, and I'm laughing my ass off because I think it's really funny. 
And then at a certain point, they stop and they go, why are you laughing? And I'm like, it's really funny. And I think everyone else started laughing then too because they're like, wait, well, this is, that's ridiculous. And it's, look, I want, I don't know if they've seen Smosh where I'm like, I get roasted for a mm. living now. Yeah. But, but, and I've embraced it and it's hilarious. But that was my first experience of really like, okay, that was deliberate. They were trying to embarrass me in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I don't think I've gotten, I can't tell if I've gotten bullied or not. I definitely was like very curvy, like developed at, in like sixth you were, grade. You were, oh. six, so you were six feet tall in fourth like, grade. I was more like followed around and like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bullied in that sense. I remember in one of the Reddit stories that we did, I think you it was, was it you and Spencer? Spencer acknowledged once that like, Preteen and teenage girls towards each other can be devastating. The oh. way they bully each other can be awful. I feel like dudes, dudes are awful, but it's a much more like, frankly, dangerous. Like it's like, what are yeah. they going to physically do to me? Weirdly, yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel like the oh, women can be so nasty, but I didn't feel like the women were nasty to me. I thought it was the boys. They were really? so they would just make fun of me but then they would follow me around yeah. and then they would have competitions to like see who could like get me first yeah. there was like uh, i i was dating the the dirt biker guy who i was like so into and then i was kind of seeing someone else while we were like broken up and there was a fight in the hallway Whoa. it was like kind of more a, like a dude thing but the ladies maybe i was just not aware I don't know though. Women can be kind of I think nasty every, I at think, that age. I think everyone, when they're a teenager, has the potential to be super. Yeah, awful. yeah, yeah. So I think, it was, but I also had. I remember I had sisters. Like Ooh. I had at least a sister in one school with me. Mm-hmm. So my sister was like, ass. "Don't fuck with my younger sister." Yeah. That helps. Like my sisters went to war for me, so it was like that's super. Helpful. I had. I felt like I was always guarded, but like you never date someone in your sister's grade. That is oh, like yeah, an yeah, unwritten yeah. rule. And like, if there were any guys in my sister's grade who wanted to date me, she was like, do not fucking touch my sister. And I was the same if they were like, oh my God, your older sister. And I was like, okay, well, she's not available to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> do not. So I like had, I had like protection. I had like a barricade. Was that the same for you, Noah? Uh, yeah, with my older brothers, yeah. When I was a freshman in high school, my brother was a senior. And when my, uh, cause I've got two older brothers. And so when that middle brother was in, Eighth grade, my oldest brother was in, was a senior. So that's super helpful. Yeah. So because I remember my middle brother was bullied a little bit in, um, in middle school and high school, uh, and they didn't know that my oldest brother is like really skinny. But just the thought of a senior coming and beat them up yeah. was enough. <laughs> and it's also, yeah. but it's also the network of like, oh, yeah, because if he's not going to beat him up, he, he knows might, someone he that might will. have friends. Yeah, who are seniors and there's who some don't idiot care. who's a senior who will take twenty dollars. And I feel like seniors are just bored. Yeah. at that point, and they're yeah. just down for yeah, that. Yeah, they're shit. ready to just like go. See, I I didn't go to high school, so I. Uh, oh I, right. I was in the actor crowd, which there there was bullying. There absolutely was, but it was a very different thing. And I've talked about this before, but what's devastating about being a child actor, being a teenage actor, is the cool kids have a legitimacy that sucks. It's yeah. like, oh, the that guy, he's on Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. He's a regular. He's famous, and he's rich in our minds. I don't think they were as rich as we yeah. ever think they are. But it was like, oh, of course he's cool. He's got a career. 
and I'm trying to be an actor, all of us, so all of us are like, well, he made it, and we suck, and we're losers. And as opposed to in high school, it's like, who, what determines, um, you're on the having football. Having a car. It's like, oh my God, that bro has a car, and he has tinted windows, and he's got a fucking sound system. And there yep, was, there's that a was sub the in the truck. It's like, are his parents out of town this weekend? Fuck yeah. Does he have a tinted window car? Like... I remember my friend Matt would pick me up and you could hear him a mile away. Oh, did he have like a modified He uh, had like muffler? a sound system in oh. his fucking big ass car with tinted windows. My mom was like, Matt's on his way. I was like, yep. And you'd go in and you couldn't hear a word that he was saying. <laughs> you couldn't hear a word that he was saying. And I mean, it was just so fucking loud. But like that equated to cool and he had a house where his parents would go out all the time. Nice. That's mattered to us because that, normally that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's high, that's yeah. Um, dang. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, anyways, so we got a background of our point of views of life and our yes. background. Mm -hmm. So that's who we are. But now here's but now who what you we really believe. are. <laughs> now who you really are. But but it boils down to that you're a stoner conspiracy theorist. <laughs> uh, so Amanda and I were talking uh, this past week, and we were like. We have been talking about wanting to do conspiracy theory stuff on here and talking about it, but also talking about the dumbest shit we've been seeing. I think maybe that's very specific to me. Uh, when I'm surfing Twitter and Reddit and TikTok, I get served a lot of conspiracy stuff, but it's so bad nowadays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the thing that the reason I think it's unfair that you have been pinpointed as the conspiracy guy is because for a long time, and I mean, I still. I would say I'm entertained, but when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I was I was deep into conspiracy theories, mostly about like aliens and like supernatural stuff. Mm -hmm. I never cared as much about government conspiracy theories mm. um, or like you know the JFK stuff or the Princess. You ever going to Holy War? No, I don't. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Well, it's all tied together. All of them <laughs> are tied together. But but I, but. I feel like somewhere around like 2015 and 2016, and you were probably calling it with like, it's the rise of QAnon and yeah. everything. Conspiracies got really lame and they've gotten really, really messed up in a, in a, in a lot of ways, obviously. Mm -hmm. And people really, really believe them because I feel like social media just spreads these oh, conspiracy yeah. theories like wildfire. And to be honest, it's the same as if you're watching like a true crime documentary. You watch it and you're like, wow, did you know that this happened? It's like, yeah, but did you know who wrote that documentary? Mm -hmm. It's biased. Like, remember Fire Festival? Like, yeah. like there were, I remember there was two documentaries about Fire Festival, and it was like, okay, but which one is written by the people who put on Fire Festival? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like you you really have to you have to dig to do your research, but when you're online, you don't do that. You just look and you go, whoa. But the problem also nowadays with the internet is you try to do your own research, but they're- They're all conspiracy how, theories. where, like, mm -hmm. that's why at this point, I'm like, you gotta kind of be skeptical of everything. Yeah. Because and, the yeah. more you absolutely believe something, that I, I do think there's a danger to it. That's, that's my own personal belief. I can't tell people how to live. But what's sad is I feel like conspiracy theories are bigger than ever, but in my mind, they're lamer than ever. Yeah. Back back when I was big into it, like it was not it was not on the mainstream, and I would find these forums and stuff. But it was always about aliens, and I, I loved alien stuff. And it was like, yeah. here's these sightings, and here's here's what this craft is like, and here's how they're hiding among us. And I'm like, that's cool, because it it's just purely like there are aliens out there, and we know that they've visited us. Um, 
I dabbled. I didn't care too much, but I love cryptid stuff like Bigfoot and Loch Ness and things I like that. Love I love Bigfoot. that. I'm like the monsters. You love Bigfoot, but dude, I'm telling you. Growing up, my dad was so into all of this. He still is. But, like, even when we were kids, um, or, like, we would go to this island every summer to vacation. And every Bigfoot. night he would he would, he would would talk about Bigfoot, but he talked about the Greys. <gasps> Ever heard of the Greys? Yes. No. What, tell us about the Greys. My dad and you should probably sit down oh and my, hang I out. would love to just talk with him. My dad is... Uh, and the way he talks about it, because he went to Brown, he's uh-huh. a computer no, engineer. he's super educated. He has like a yeah. science, he, he watches YouTube videos on quantum physics for fun. At the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beach. He's he's in the certain cusp of like research shows. There's like certain points yes. of susceptibility. He is at one specific point, which is the highly educated group Highly educated, so, and I love listening to him. Mm-hmm. Like my dad and I, we have such a fun relationship. But growing up, he talked about the greys, which are, Aliens come on on Earth, mm-hmm. um, who disguise themselves. I, I I only know what other people say, and everyone says a little extra so addition. So to yes. me, to me, so we would be sitting on the the island in like a little house, and we'd sit, and it's all dark, and he'd be like, "Look for the eyes of the Greys." So his idea was like, Greys would like walk Earth to like check out what everyone's doing, what's going on, what the new technology is, but they would be like kind of masked as like things that we would recognize. Uh-huh. Why is that lamp walking around? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So They're I not going to know I'm here. I would go to bed and my imagination was already like always mm-hmm. going, but I grew up in like a very, because my both my parents grew met in a psych ward. Wow. They weren't going there. They were there teaching. Yeah. And oh. that place is now closed down so kids could go scare themselves on the East Coast. Oh, Fun. that's cool. It's called Dever. But um, so I grew up with all of this like, otherworldly stuff, but the grays I'll never forget because I was always like looking out for grays. And then on top of it, we had an au pair. We had au pair. I wouldn't call them au pairs. There were 19-year-olds from Norway who would watch us because my parents would work all the time. What's an au pair? Au pair is like a a live-in nanny. Oh, oh, okay. But they weren't a live-in nanny. They were just 19-year-olds who wanted to be in America, and my mom took them in, and they took care of us. Mm -hmm. But they had their own version of the Greys, but they were fucking trolls. That's awesome. They were like Norwegian trolls, so they always said, like, if you were doing something, you know, kind of bad, if you were walking in the forest, turn turn around quickly, and you would find trolls, like, hiding behind trees watching you. Awful. So I grew up with the old Norwegian trolls, the fucking Greys. So I'm walking around this earth. Oh, my sister's obsessed with Bigfoot. She's like, they're real. He's real. You got to find him. And I was like, okay. Is, it, is Bigfoot just one or the, it's not just one guy? No, it's like it's, deer. It's a bunch of yeah, they like are, deer. There's, there's just a Bigfoot. bunch of them. Yeah. There are tons of, of giant primates in America. Is that what she believes? I think that's what she believes. I think it's also she doesn't fully like like live and die by Bigfoot. I think it's like a fun thing, but she's definitely tried to like Look for Bigfoot. Bigfoot's a very fun <laughs> conspiracy. That's my, it's, I would say Bigfoot's probably my favorite conspiracy because it has no ramifications upon society whatsoever. He's just other chilling. Than, other than all yeah. you're saying is there are gorillas in America. <laughs> that's all you're saying. And Honestly, I kind of love it. Like, I think your sister, I think that's code for doing mushrooms in the forest. Like, I think you got to ask a little deeper. She's like, oh yeah, we're going to go hunt for Bigfoot this weekend. No, my sister like doesn't even like drugs. She genuinely, I think because she was around my dad so much mm-hmm. that you go around my dad, you're like, I feel like I'm tripping. And my dad does not do drugs. Yeah. He's just what did you think Grays were? 
grays are, are that. Yeah, they're like aliens. So there's there's like a bunch of different types of aliens yeah. that people yeah, yeah, mention. Yeah. What the? Maybe. Yeah, yells. Yeah, yells. Okay, so clearly Noah is not the conspiracy person. Amanda no, is the conspiracy it. person. I just, I just, I'm just a listener. I, I just listen. I love mm. this shit. I remember, in regards to Bigfoot, I, I do have family who, over the years, this is forever ago, but they, over the years, been very fascinated in conspiracy theories. And one time, I was camping up in the woods in the mountains in Colorado with with a bunch of family. And it was late at night, and we're all around the campfire, and one of my relatives is talking about Bigfoot and all these Bigfoot stories that he's heard, which is the <laughs> coolest place to talk about Bigfoot. It's also the worst place yeah, to talk about scary. Bigfoot. But, and look, I, I, am, I am not an expert. I am also not saying this stuff is real. I am just <laughs> telling you what he was telling me then. And he was talking about how he's like, yeah, there's a story of this woman. She got out of her tent, and there was a Bigfoot with, like, an adolescent like a child Bigfoot near nearby, and they both they're like, making babies. And they both, a little Bigfoot, <laughs> a little Bigfoot, uh, and they both like backed away into the into the woods, like that they are very camouflaged, and something that he's like, and you know, people say like, well, if there's Bigfoot all over, how come we haven't found remains? And he's like, when do people come across bear remains? And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Wait. It's like, yeah, because because stuff doesn't it last that long in the woods. Things that's how conspiracy theories. Yeah, they true. like throw something to you. That's like I've never thought about that, but like, but what do you mean? Uh, but I think the problem is, uh, how well, often for, do I find a deer carcass? First of all, that's true. <laughs> like, you don't come across like carcasses get eaten so fast that yeah, evidence might be hard. My issue with conspiracy theories, and I'm going to say this now before we delve into them further, mm, is that so fun. Is that, and what's fun about it is the same reason why I also don't actively believe in them too intensely. Is that you'll find yourself listing a bunch of things to prove yourself right and you'll go oh but this this clearly proves it and what about this but it, the scientific method and like if you're truly trying to prove something right you're going to try to prove yourself wrong and you're going to look at the try to like look at the justifications of why mm -hmm. okay but if this is true then this should also be true and we're not seeing that and you can have so much fun in proving yourself right all the time and looking at all these, but isn't that weird? And isn't that weird? Yeah. But it's like, there's a lot of weird things. And ultimately, and there, this is like us, if I ever go and get my doctorate or a master's in psychology, this is the psychology book I want to write. Because mm. I think this is what we're seeing with conspiracy theories, I think are now getting very dangerous nowadays. Yeah. They're very bad. They're making people, people do things. And they've gotten yeah. dumber and they're getting dumber and dumber. Yeah. Because yeah. Aliens is cool because it's like, yeah, there's a whole universe out there. We don't know a lot exactly. of stuff. Exactly. But it's now getting to where people are like, you know, Flat Earth has made its way. Well, you know, there are children in the basement in New York. Exactly. Pinball, it's getting, know, it's, it's like getting that's... really, really dangerous and there's a lot of, a lot of bigotry tied in with mm -hmm. it. A ton of it. But, uh, I would write this book. This would be my like thesis, and it's called The Wisdom of Stupidity. And the, <laughs> the point is that we are all stupid. Mm -hmm. We're all stupider than we realize because there's just too much shit in the world for us to be smart on everything. But because we have the internet, everyone thinks they're really smart about everything Everyone thinks now. they know everything. And that's so dangerous. And it's okay to acknowledge that we're human and that we're stupid. But where I see so many conspiracy theories come from is go is people going, this doesn't make sense to me. Therefore, there must be something weird about this. Like, it doesn't make sense to you because you're stupid on that <laughs> yeah. thing. And that's okay. I am too. Yeah, we all I are don't stupid. understand how the world is designed. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. So yeah, if I walked out and I go, 
it looks flat. It's clearly to me like this must be, and it's like no, but that's because I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't and make that's sense. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, because aliens know what's actually happening, <laughs> right? Yeah, they get it, but no, they're but actively like molding the curves. That's yeah. I feel like that's the magic. I I just think people get so scared of not being in control. Yeah, yeah. that they need to know, so they need to really like web sleuth it they need to like come up with all these things to explain things i get it i do the same thing but at a certain point you have to sit back and go this is just magic this is yeah. just <laughs> aliens no, i'm just kidding <laughs> aliens are just magic yeah yeah and look i i'm very open-minded and i i still to this day i and the problem is i actively want aliens to be real. yeah and i have to also acknowledge that and recognize that i'm biased and then if I see a video of something weird, I'm gonna be like, my brain is gonna be like, man, that might be aliens. That that they're they're out there. Yeah. And I want to believe it, but I'm also like, there's an infinite amount of shit I don't understand and know. Mm -hmm. So it there's also probably weird stuff out there and happening around us that we haven't even comprehended. There's probably stuff that's weirder than aliens. But oh, we just definitely. don't. We just don't. We haven't even popped the question. Dude, you know what I mean? Real yeah. life is always weirder than aliens. That's what the one thing that I love to do whenever I talk about conspiracy theories with anyone, because I'm always interested in it, because it's super fun. Literally, it's fun to talk about aliens, even if I think what you're saying is like ridiculous. <laughs> it's so much more interesting. People are like, "Oh, how do we build the pyramids if it's not aliens?" It is so much more interesting to say, "What if a whole bunch of people straight up figured out how to move hundreds of thousands of tons of." limestone and underneath the limestone is like marble or whatever material that is so much more complex and difficult to do than an alien coming and just beaming something like you are missing the awe-inspiring intelligence and majesty that is humans yeah right. Human beings. like you're missing where you come from because they right. are as smart if not smarter than you because look what they did and all you could think was oh they had to have an alien it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible that they did that. Yeah. It's like humans have done crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Like it's possible. It's it's totally possible, but I think people get really upset when they can't control how something is done, so they have to make up, you know, ways to kind of control. I'm literally the same. I'm like, "Why did that happen to me?" And you come up with all these things and you're like, "Oh, maybe because I did this, I did this," but in general, some things just don't make sense. Yeah. yeah. And I think the accepting part is really hard. It's it's getting bad, though. And it's getting bad in, obviously, the dangerous ways, as I said, where, where people are justifying reasons to hate people or going, oh, yeah. these people are actually evil. It's like you're basing it off of nothing other than probably just that inside you already didn't like them. Yeah. So you're finding justifications and you're, you're finding all the reasons that yes, and you're finding like-minded people. Yeah, witch and that's hunts. It. I hate witch hunts. But yeah. I'm also seeing really dumb ones scientifically. And, you know, Flat Earth has been around a long time, but I'm seeing ones that I'm like, that are making Flat Earth look real good. Oh. I saw a lady, <laughs> oh, yes. this, this went kind of viral, and granted, like, Twitter is a place where all of the most insane people co congregate. Mm -hmm. But there was a woman who took a photo of the sun, and she was saying, she was like, I, I'm telling you, the sun looks different now than it did 30 years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? Maybe it does. And in that, in that same thread... She was also talking about how, uh, I forget what it's called, it's the sun ozone. gazing, sun oh. gazing. That sun gazing is good at you, Lo good for you. Looking directly at the sun. Oh, of course. And I'm like, you've really gotten here where you're trying to convince people and you've convinced yourself that staring directly at the sun is good for you. Where did you come up with that? 
Like, what? what is that? You know that that's not good. You can test that theory by looking at the sun, and it hurts immediately. Crazy, now she has now she has a platform, and yeah. every, rather than just telling her on her family at like a party, now she has a platform that people can listen to. And people like my mom believes that, but I still haven't yet seen it. She fully believes it that when the sun goes down over the ocean, that right when it goes down, you see a green flash. Is have you guys heard this? My mom fully what? believes that you see a green flash when the a, sun a, sets. I mean, I suppose that could be a real thing I of just light. I have searched every sunset. I'm like, green flash, green flash. Um, and I'm like, someone over here is nodding. Uh, Brandon's nodding. Is it a real thing? Okay, so okay. it's a, it's it's a, a real thing. So why is she having me look at the Atlantic Ocean on it? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Brent's saying it happened in the Pacific. Read. Okay, yeah. that doesn't sound that crazy. Look for the though. green flash. That's not that crazy. I know, but when you that's when you, like the Northern Lights. When you, you grow know? up with my mother and father, you'll be mm-hmm. like, what? Um, is anything real? <laughs> yeah. They've also gotten insane, uh, and I see it happen like with uh, the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. Have that you heard she's that? dead. That and she's dead, and someone's replaced her. And I've been thinking about that one a lot because I'm like. <laughs> the world, some secret organization decided it's like, and, and look, I, I love Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. big Avril Lavigne fan. Skater boy. But but celebrities, like all humans, sometimes pass away. But the concept that when Avril, if in this conspiracy theory, Avril, Avril Lavigne passed away and some organization or something was like, no, the world <laughs> needs to believe that Avril Lavigne <laughs> is still around, even though she's not she's, making as much music anymore. She still irons and, her hair straight. Yeah, it's like, wait, why specifically she's her? she's a spy now. But once you start throwing it out there, people just start pointing all these connections and stuff. It's like, yeah, you can prove anything. It's telephone. To be true. Mm-hmm. It is a game of telephone. And I witness it with us here at Smosh as well. Mm. And people just sometimes. Oftentimes it comes from a misunderstanding. Sometimes people just straight up lie. And people just love to lie on the internet. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. There was one comment I saw, and I've seen many iterations of this, but someone was like, yeah, no, I- I'm pretty sure that Damien and Shane confirmed that they've been in a relationship before together. And I was wow. like, you're just saying that. Yeah, they're just saying You're that just saying in that, that phrasing, but now anyone yeah, who sees that comment goes, that. oh, they confirmed yeah. it. Okay, so yeah, yeah, Shane and Damien dated at one point. Yeah. And I'm like, you just they created just a it. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and people believe it. And then what happens is people watch the videos. Like they thought me and Angela were fighting forever. People and they watch the videos and go, oh my God, that look at her moment. face. It's connection. like when you go on Instagram and you they zoom in on like a, a, vi- a conference of like celebrities and the celebrities like, doing this, and they're like, oh my god, she was so mad at yeah. her. Like, you know what? Like they're I probably, probably in between the Harry looks. Styles yeah. spit. I hate oh when other god. people do that. I do, but I'm gonna say it. I am so that guilty person? of that. We are all actors, and I think whenever we see things, I think that, at least I'll speak for myself, even when I watch television or anything, I'm always watching from a place of motivation. So when someone does something, I interpret it like what motivated them to do it. I don't necessarily see the action they did first, if that makes sense. So when I see certain things, I look at the motivation as to why something was done. 
And then I start thinking, okay, it could have been A, it could have been B, or like it could have been C. Like, what if it's like, whoa, I think it might be, whoa, guys, I think like they're doing this because there might be some trouble. Like, I think something, whoa, I think there's a relationship issue occurring. And then there is. That's why you're yeah. a true conspiracy theorist. Yes, because I love that sort of like investigation. Yeah, web. I think that's yeah. what it is. I think to be a conspiracy theorist, you have to like love like, okay, but why? Which mm -hmm. is like, I think all of us here, like your it's, book sounds like it's like, you, you, you yeah, come from like answer. who does it, but like it's also like why do they do it, right? Right, and I think it's, I think it also comes from a place, as you said, it's a place of control, it's a, a place of reassuredness of like, and for me, when I was big into conspiracies, I recognized eventually that I'm like, I don't feel great about myself or my trajectory, I'm nervous about failing and not doing much with my life, mm -hmm. and so, if aliens are real or if ghosts are real or if some sort of supernatural stuff is real, then my life can't be a failure because I'm part of something so big and magical yeah. and cool. If if that. none of it is real, then oh man, I I'm just this is just nothing and I'm lame. Yeah. But in that's fact, also you're stupider. <laughs> like, you're really you're dumb. Even, yeah. Wait, but I'm that's having also, major deja vu right but now. That's, Have you said this before to me? I've maybe. That's uh, when you've died in a past life because yeah. you pooped too hard. No, yeah. No, it's not. You're gonna wake up no, and, and it's gonna we're gonna be no, reliving this. But I also recognize that as as you kind of said, like real life is already so insane that I'm like, oh, this is me just not loving myself and not loving my life and not loving the world that I'm in, even if none of these things are true. Yeah. Now, I fully acknowledge that I'm like, there are probably so many insane things that are real that I am unaware of or that I cannot comprehend. I do believe that. But I still go about any single thing that I get shown or I see on the internet with skepticism because I'm like, I want it to be real, so I'm going to be skeptical until I, in order to tear everything away and see that it's real. But isn't it like, you know, belief and hope? Isn't it like what you believe in, you make it real kind of vibes? Like, I feel like that's why some conspiracy theories or like some fun things are fun. Like. It makes me feel good to know that there's a Bigfoot family with little Bigfoot walking around. I think as long as living. I think as, it as long depends, as it's not hurting. It depends on the conspiracy. People. That's why I'm like yeah. I try to have a universal. I try to think universally of this mindset that is healthy across the board because you know when people really really believe some of these conspiracy theories and then they act upon it, it yeah. can be so bad. And I that's why I'm like hey. Have a have a little element of doubt. Don't don't go about acting out anything. Definitely, there's nothing wrong with being like yeah, of I course, think, yeah, religion and about, all of that. When, when you're talking about Bigfoot, Bigfoot is is the funniest one to me because I'm like it's harmless. Like oh, go out to the woods and look for Bigfoot. Like that's mm -hmm. funny. But almost any others, especially nowadays, it always boils down to like wanting to hurt someone. Step else. on a crack, break your mother's back. Did you guys grow up with that one? Dude, yeah. That what the hell? And I, and I still, I, I still will avoid. I still will avoid cracks too. What? You know the one I do believe. This is one that's weird that I do believe. That mattress stores are all a front. You've mentioned I, this 100%, before. One hundred percent. There are so many. And I guess there was. A, I was reading. There was a Reddit post from a few years ago where someone pointed out that there was. An insane amount of mattress stores. This is like somewhere in like Philadelphia. It's somewhere on the East Coast where there is just an absurd amount of mattress stores all in one location where it's like, wait, 
how are there so many underground tunnels right here, dude? But a lot of people are like, oh, it's a, it's a drug front or what it's do a you front. Think? No, no. See, it's the mattress stores because they, they yes, come in by Noah, plane sir. and they oh. drop the drugs, and so you need it to safely because or, or else the cocaine will land and it'll poof. It bounces you gotta be on, on the, the mattress. mattresses. Mm-hmm. But I I have never been inside a mattress store. You haven't? No. They're a blast. But there's they so really fun. many. So fun. There's so many. How are people? What? I like how that are they, How are they staying I like afloat? it. I like it too, but also people need beds. Yeah, but you don't buy beds every year. This is, look, these are the real conspiracies where it's like that could be some real thing because what really happens in the world, and this is something I had to explain crypto to someone who like was really into crypto and they were like, yeah, I know it's down now, but like how eventually it'll go up. How long was that conversation? I don't mind talking to people because I'm not the smartest person in the room, but I like to just talk with people because mm-hmm. it's like, we'll come up with the answer. It's just usually when we come up with the answer, it's just usually like your initial dumb idea was dumb. You know, like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, like Dogecoin's yeah. at like zero 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 four cents or whatever. Like, I promise it's not about to be a dollar and thirty. Like, yeah. well, I mean, it, it goes up with time, right? Like, no, it's not how money works. Like, usually you need people to use money in order for it to be seen as like value. Right. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> now I know exactly how that conversation <laughs> went. Thank yeah. you for that. Preview. But essentially, with like crypto or possibly mattress stores or even like luxury real estate in London or New York or Los Angeles, a lot of it is it's not like conspiracy, but it's tax evasion and moving money offshore because a lot of people that are rich in other countries, their money is not as valuable as the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is strong for a specific reason because it's accepted everywhere. It's never going to go up or down. Our government doesn't say, hey, tomorrow it's going to be worth 50 cents, you know, or tomorrow it's going to be worth a dollar and 50 cents. We don't say you can't have your money today because we don't like your politics. You know, it's only if you like break some extreme laws. So essentially people who live in places that don't have laws like that, Russia, China, you know, anywhere else, that's similar, that might be a lot more restrictive. Someone who's a business person who makes millions of dollars because they own a factory, but the only reason they own a factory is because they're in with the local politics and the local whatever government and they could take it away at any time. You don't take a breath. They say, great, I have $10 million, but I have $10 million in the local currency that can inflate, deflate, whatever. It makes much more sense for me to take this $10 million, turn it into $8 million of USD, and then go and buy a super fancy property that will always be worth money. And then in 10 years when I want to leave the country and raise children, or in 10 years when I'm a political prisoner running away... I can sell this property or that's where the money is. Essentially, it's He's been a safer, <laughs> it's a safer thing than your local banking system. It's the same thing with crypto, which is like, great, you want to put into crypto. Well, there's someone who has money that's illegal money that they are exchanging into legal money. Just in the meantime, they're, you're using the fake money in the middle. So yeah, you I take knew. your real dollars, you turn it into Doge, and someone who's got bad dollars <laughs> I didn't know turn I it into Doge. I signed up for this yeah, crypto but this combo. is like the real, consp- like when people are like conspiracies, like this is the real stuff that like actually is making people lose. And another conspiracy that I just learned, learned, I don't actually have the facts behind it, but apparently Colorado is the leading place for the cartels to launder cash. That's your family. Yeah. And <laughs> My the family. Reason, yeah, the reason is because uh, the United States doesn't allow the federal banking of money made through the sale of marijuana. So all states that sell marijuana legally, it's done in cash or there's like a local state law that allows them to bank it or bank a certain amount, whatever Whoa. it is. So in Colorado, they don't have the same state laws as California, which the same thing can happen in California. It's just easiest in Colorado. So what they do is they take their cash <laughs> And they open up a store, and the uh, uh, either the state <laughs> of Colorado allows the state to take the cash and act like the the United States Bank. So instead of the federal government, <laughs> this is Noah's girlfriend. I know, when he does I know. This. 
<laughs> yeah, really, really, really. This is how you know that Did I'm you like, go to bed? like Google it, Google it, because you know we I'm got, like we half talking order. on they, my they, ass. We need to, Babe, uh, we I know. have to order. Uh, yeah. What do you so want? So <laughs> you will pay for the weed in cash, and then the state will go to the business and say, I know that you can't have this much cash on hand, so we will take it and it's, here's a voucher for money. You know, here we'll legally bank it in the state of Colorado, but that money isn't legally banked by the U.S. government. So they're able to take money that would have been traced by the federal government. Oh God! He, they're but, able to take. Oh God. So is oh God. Bigfoot? He's part running of out of this? oil. <laughs> Bigfoot is part. I'm running out of oil. The the scam is the same way that you would wash money in any other business, but it's very easy to do in Colorado through legal weed because it's all cash. And or it's just aliens coming down. You know, yeah. you know what I do? Yeah. This does remind me, though, is I think also the unfortunate truth is that a lot of conspiracies... We're all stupid and I'm stupid? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean... But a lot of conspiracies... There are a lot of real conspiracies out there. And there, of course, the government is screwing us in so many ways. It's always dumber and lamer than you want it to be. Totally. It's like when people talk about like the Illuminati, it's like there's no Illuminati... They're just in front of you doing Taking it. Taking your money. And they're just, they're saying it. Like, they're just Did de- I tell you guys saying. when I hung out with the Freemasons in Vermont? Do you, can you talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, I can talk about okay. this. Okay. Because they wanted me to join. They tell you how to join. Like You almost became a Freemason? I, so I was in Vermont because I won a trip on The Price is Right. And the last time that I was in this And it was town, Vermont, the trip? Yeah, I love Vermont. Vermont, it's my favorite it? state. Oh my god, the best apples in the world. It's I ate gorgeous. a Vermont you, apple off a tree. I was go? in. Uh, I want to say it was Waitsfield. Okay, in Waitsfield. It's a specific place called uh, the Inn at the Round Barn Farm. Super nice. It's like a wedding venue oh. spot. But that's where we got to stay. But it's in you, this little town. So how did you meet the Freemasons? <laughs> so in a lot of towns, and I'm sure this is all over the East Coast, but there's signs when you go, and it's just like free accepted Masons when you walk into the towns or yeah. like drive into them, and so you're like, oh okay. Uh, who cares? But right when you would turn to go up to where we were staying, there was the Freemason Lodge in the town, and it was some rundown, like piece of shit building. Like it didn't look like anyone was there, but there was a sign that was like, "Oh, come hang out on our free enrollment, whatever." So the last day we were staying in that town, before we went to a different town, I decided to knock on the door. I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. Let me knock on the door. Why not? I've never met the Freemasons. You decided to just go to the Freemason yes. Lodge. Yes, yes. This is it no. Was... Yes, I am. And knock yes. and be like. Hey, are you the Illuminati? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I was like, Tiffany, do you want to come with me? And she was like, No, I don't think they let girls in. And I was like, Oh, I think you're right. So I Googled something. They, they don't. I, from what I understand, yeah, they don't. Again, they don't. his girlfriend's just like, Really? Fine. Babe, we I have don't to order. even want to go. On the way to the place, it was like a nine minute drive. So I Googled a video explaining the Freemasons because I don't really know much. And in those nine minutes, I gathered Temple of Solomon, special chamber that's a square. There's two pillars one represents the earth and one represents the sky. Um, and it's all based, you know, in in early Judaism to some degree. That's all I I, I didn't uh, know that all aspect. I gathered to some I've, I, degree. From what I read back in the day when I was mm-hmm. when I did look into like Freemason stuff, the, one of the only rules I knew is is you had to be a man, but you also have to believe in a higher power. It doesn't matter what religion. Yeah. But you just have to believe in a god. Yeah, because they all believe that they're speaking to the same god. If that makes sense, because they're all monotheistic. Like, why I don't they want women there? Uh, there's a it's different group school. called the Star. Of course, they're like, something like sparkles. That. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Sparkle Sparkles squad. Pink squad. Yeah. Get it, girl. So I knocked on the door and I entered, and uh, there was just this old guy sweeping, but there was like tables being set up, <laughs> and and so I was just like, hey, and he like didn't turn around, and I was like, hey, I wanted to like just learn about the Freemasons and talk to you. He was like, oh, if you come back in like 15 minutes, the Grand Master's gonna be here, and you can talk to He's him. He's like, help me. 
help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as I was leaving, an old woman came around the corner and she was like, oh, hello, do you remember me? And I looked do at her. Do you remember me? Yes, and I did. Five days earlier, the first day I was in Vermont, I went to a local coffee shop and there was a group of old women and I had colored hair and they stopped me and they were like, hey, we want to look at your hair. We're talking about it. Can we talk to you? And so they saw my hair. You know, I talked to them, told them I was from California. So I think I think you were in the Truman Show for a second. <laughs> so I'm telling you, so this old lady, you know, whomever was there and she was like, oh, hi, you know, nice to meet you, whatever. Yeah. So I come back in 15 minutes and there's this older guy, Hank, you know, he's much younger than the other two, but by much younger, Perfect he's name. like 62. Yes. Hank. Perfect name. Hank's got a limp, like one of his legs of course it's he like does. a club Blown or something. Or something. Yeah, who knows? Sure. It's you know, whatever. And so we come in and, and and I say hi. And you know, he said, uh, hi, I'm Hank. You know, you wanted to meet us. And I said, Yes. I opened strong and said, Hi, my name is Noah. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm in the entertainment industry and I'm Jewish. A lot of people think that I'm in the Freemasons or a part of the Illuminati. I'm not a part of you guys, but I'd love to learn about this organization. <laughs> and so he laughed and he said, well, you know who we are, right? And I said, yeah, yeah, I know, you know, the Temple of Solomon, the two pillars, you know, the sky. And he's like, and the earth, and the earth, good, good. So, you know, and he starts listing off all these things. And I'm just like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's like, great, let me, let me give you a tour. We are in the oldest fucking building ever. I swear to God, he told me it's from 1822. It's the first general store building in the town. This thing has been through 13, 14 floods, like nothing fits. Everything looks like shit. I mean, like there must be mold everywhere. This place is disgusting. The hitchhiking ghost from Haunted Mansion are there. <laughs> really? Like, hey! Yes, yes. And I'm telling you, these people control the world, right? Uh, like the tables are setting up, which I'm happy that the old people have like a place to be, but like it's like paper plates. Like there's not even tablecloths on these wooden tables that are like the foldable ones. Like it looks like they're at public school that I went to, like in LAUSD. Like it's like this is sad. You don't control the world. But you know, on the wall, it's all the people. There's someone all the way back from like 1788. He was like the first one of their like lodge members. What? Hank starts talking to me. He's like, you know, the guy who was sweeping, he was just joking. He's actually the son of the last Grand Mason uh, of, the, of the town. And I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, he just didn't want to talk to you about stuff. But he was taking me on tour. He's like, let me show you the basement. So I followed him into the basement. The original general. No, don't I know, follow strangers into but the guys, basement. guys, this is how the Freemasons live. The original 1822 basement. The layer of dust on these original stone walls. I mean, it was gross. There's no running water. All the pipes are broken. I mean, it looks like rats give birth places. There's random artifacts and knickknacks that like, you know, with the right lighting, you'd be like, oh my God, it's the Declaration of Independence here. Cut to your girlfriend at the end, like do 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 Yeah, she's literally like, yeah. She's eating, drinking. And I'm like trapped in this fucking stone basement. And, but really with the lights on, it <laughs> looks like the worst killed. place. So we go back up to the main floor and he's like, hey, do you want to go up to the um, ceremonial chamber? And I'm like, oh, of course, Should be me. sacrificed. Yeah. Who knows, who knows? So we go up the stairs, these thin ass stairs, and there's one of those chairs that, you know, for old people that's like automatic, like, like oh. goes really slow, right? The Freemasons in that's this town, the they need to- That's the only technology they have in there. Uh -huh, yeah, <laughs> and so as we're going up, and remember, Hank like has a bad leg, and he's like really old. He, I was like, oh, wow, you guys got that installed? And he goes, yeah, we just got it last week. He goes, I had to install it. I was like, oh, that seems hard. And he's like, yeah, you know what's gonna be harder? And I said, what? He goes, taking it back out. Fire department says that stairway's too thin. <laughs> so Hank's gotta undo himself. Himself, yeah. The, the, they're, they're not the Illuminati. They're not They're not controlling anything. Everyone's controlling them. They're like, <laughs> we don't get a say. Like guys, these people control the fucking world. And so we go up to the special chamber room and before the special chamber room, there's a waiting room. And this is what he says to me verbatim. He says, this is where you wait before you come into your first ceremony to become a Freemason. It's usually cold in Vermont, so we plan a big meal beforehand because there's a lot of waiting outside in this room. 
we like to do beans. So this Freemason, you eat beans Fucking, before you become you, a Freemason, I guess. What? Beans is their food of choice. We walk in the chamber. I promise you it's like here in the Titanic. It's like fluffy carpet. There's like a couple layers, different chairs, different like symbols and knickknacks. He starts talking about them. You see things that you see in art all the time that you're like, oh, this is what that means. This is what that means. He starts explaining things to me. You know, this is this and this is that. It's all based on the ancient, uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say Eritrean. That's not the word. That's an active type of people now but it's like these weird ancient here. words yes but he told me this he said uh because uh, i saw uh, on half the room was different artifacts that look similar and i was like oh what are those and he said that belongs to a different group that we rent out our space to because we don't have enough it's members the sparkle gang and they did zumba up here. there are two rival <laughs> illuminati s cults that rent out the same space because they're too poor to have their own clubhouses i can't that's the fucking that. Freemasons. And with that, we're yes. just... so funny. People think the Freemasons are like. Uh, this apparently, elite. it's different group to group. Like, there might be a strange one, no, like some, but it's in no way a connected organization. And... But that yeah. Freemason group is just chilling, eating yeah. beans. The American Legion is scarier. I promise wow. you. Noah, it has been a. Yeah. fucking journey with you <laughs> sorry i know wow. i'm not sorry i felt like i was there with you holding uh, your hand like I, that thanks. was amazing i can't believe we pit, we decided on the topic of conspiracy theories and i had no idea that you had visited and yeah i don't think i've ever told that story nearly became a free it doesn't sound like it at any point you were planning on joining Oh no! But if you want to join, if you want to join, you literally Google nope. your city and Freemasons, and then there's an email, and then you email them any chapter. He said wherever you live, there's an email. So they just hang out and eat beans. Yeah, in Vermont, in Vermont, in they Vermont, hang out because and eat it beans. gets cold, man. You need beans. It's you so need weird. Some beans. So weird. Uh, Noah, thank you for Noah. For being thank here. you for being yeah. here. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Guys, this is Smoshcast. Our next episode comes out on Monday. Yeah, next, dude, next episode is going to be really good. Um, we are making Angela write the worst sketch possible, and we're all going to write terrible sketches. So excited. Them. This, yeah. uh, this was Smosh Mouth. Yeah, oh, God. that's what it is. <laughs> Smosh Mouth, deal with it. You brought all back right. the callback? Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye.